campers. Have no fear, happy campers. This year it's a summer camp themed podcast where we reminisce about the stuff that we miss, about the best summers we ever had. And there will be reflection and lots of introspection and a great selection of guests that will stop by. So grab a glass of bug juice, relax, and say hi to both your hosts. We're Julia and Sammy, your podcast family. We're going to start the show. Hey there, Happy Campers listeners. Thanks for coming back for our mini episode of episode two. Uh, Last week, we talked about camp theater and bunk shows and had our friends Brian and Lee tell us all about the musical they wrote. And this week, we are joined by a very special guest, uh, a very close friend of the show and someone who puts their blood, sweat, and tears into making this show happen each week. And that is our wonderful producer, Allison Caden. Welcome to the show, Allison. Thank you. It's a pleasure to finally be on the mic. What does it feel like coming over, uh, crossing over to the other side? It honestly feels amazing because I watch all these episodes being recorded live and I just, I get a little bit jealous, to be honest. Like, I want to be on the mic. I want people to hear my voice and my stories. Now, when you have a little nugget of an idea and you're like, oh, oh, how do I share this? Do you write it down in a notebook or do you tap Julie or Sammy on the back of the shoulder and be like, psst, talk about this? I don't know if I've mastered that whole thing yet. Um, I have tried to tap you guys on the shoulder, but I always feel like it's a big distraction and you can kind of hear it in the podcast where there's like a three second moment of silence and everyone's like, Okay, let's wrap it up. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out if I need to have like a whiteboard and write out notes to you guys, but ultimately you do such a good job. I don't really need stop, to do anything. Stop, stop, That's very... That's, I mean um, it. I feel like I've learned a lot about what goes on in your head as we're recording, and it's a beautiful process. <laughs> a beautiful but mind yeah, I um, have. For your upcoming birthday, I'll get you a whiteboard and we can make the magic happen. Sounds great. It's it's an expensive item. I hope you can afford it. Yeah, no, I saw one on sale at Michael's today and I have a 20% off, so I can definitely afford it. Great. Well, I appreciate this advanced gift. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so today you and I are going to talk a little bit, I would say dig a little deeper into music at camp and just hanging out and performing. And we had this idea of talking about kind of the songs of each summer and how they influence uh, your time at camp and when you hear them kind of walking around the streets today being like, oh my God, I'm back in 1997 and I'm rocking out to... Spice Girls. Ugh, yes, two become one. Yes, actually, that is a frequent song in my karaoke repertoire. And I was thinking about performance at camp and like... I obviously was in a show every summer. I was always like a pretty dud part. And it was a really important experience, but I actually think the most important experience to me was doing these like evening activities. Lip sync night was just like critical to my growth as a human being. You want to explain lip sync night to some of our... Lip sync night is essentially just choosing a song with your bunkmates, which can actually be quite the task. Um, And then you create a mini dance. Maybe you have some costumes and you just lip sync whatever that song is. But my bunk, that was a very meaningful evening for us. And I took it extremely seriously. And I do see the effects now because some people call me a karaoke addict or some other maybe inappropriate words for this podcast. But (laughs) I um, 
karaoke often, and I really can attribute that to my camp lip sync experience. What's your karaoke spot? You have one in Manhattan? Brooklyn? Yes. Um, I definitely go to K-Town. Um, I go to a place called Gogopa, and they allow oh, Go-Go-Pa. you... Gogopa. Yeah, it's a classic. And they allow you to bring drinks for free, which is a huge plus. And they have tambourines and lights and weird posters of Justin Bieber, and I, I absolutely adore it. Have you ever um, taken your camp friends there? I have, and I made a very specific list of all the songs we needed to, like, cover during our time. Um, It was a really fun, fun evening. It got extremely rowdy. And we did all of our lip sync songs, so it was really fun. Um, Except the difference between lip sync and karaoke is that lip sync, you don't actually hear our voices. Karaoke is a different story. Um, I think I sound good on occasion, but... Oftentimes, it's pretty painful. But I think that's the whole point of karaoke. Yeah. I I actually get upset when people who sing really well do karaoke. I'm like, can you get off the stage, please? It's inappropriate for you to be here. It's a little like, we get it. You understand musical theory, and people told you that you should sing more. Yeah. But not me. I mean, I think it's also really important to read the crowd, read the room. And, like, there are songs that really work in that environment. And there are others that just really, like, kill the mood. I'm thinking about this now. And when I was at camp in my, in my first summer, I was 10, we did uh, Wasn't Me by Shaggy. And I got to play um, the Shaggy part, me and, and three other girls. <laughs> there were three Shaggies that year. And... Uh, I, I, whenever I hear that song, I'm just like, yep, I'm back. I'm 10 years old, and I'm standing on a bunch of rafters. So, yeah. That, so that's my karaoke song. Apparently. I love that as a karaoke song. Yeah. And actually, it's funny when you do karaoke songs that were really big in your youth because you actually read the lyrics. And that song is completely inappropriate for 10-year-olds. Um, but it kind of brings me back to a song that was critical for our my age group is um, Donna Summer's Hot Stuff. We did that when we were about 10 years old as well. And we did these somewhat sexualized dance moves, which at the time I think were read as extremely cute because we were (laughs) young and like prepubescent. But now I'm just, I look back on that and I'm like, that was a weird choice. But it happens to be a legendary performance because we've really got into it. And then like, I think I had this disco compilation CD and we just listened to that like obsessively throughout the summer. And that's why Donna Summer was really big for us. She's the best. I mean. An all-star. Was, sadly. She, I need to be up on my facts. <laughs> but I remember actually the day that she died a couple of years ago, my whole bunk, we like wrote each other immediately or like, Donna she did Summer it. died. She did the last dance, right? Um, Let's dance the last dance. I don't want to mess this up, but I'm pretty sure that's accurate. Oh, I'm I like going to lose a lot. I'm going to lose some cred if that's not true, but I'm pretty sure it's true. Well, that song is excellent. Yes, also excellent. And um, yeah, so we did some weird songs as young children. I have a memory from around the time that you had been in the oldest bunk, where there was a song that was super popular at our camp, and then and I assumed everyone in the world knew it. And years later, no one I ever meet like knows that this song exists. And that song is maybe you know even what it is. It's just like hit me with the seven digits. Uh, 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 uh. Yes, it's I've actually. Been east, I've been west. I've been all around, <laughs> but I never seen met a girl, girl like you. Seen a girl like you. Seen a girl like you. Like you. 
Um, I what actually is was, that song? It's by No Authority. I Who think is they that? were a British boy band, and I have no idea why this song came into any of our lives, but we were obsessed with it. It's a pretty funny song, and I actually was listening it to it today just to get in the what? mood for this this um, podcast. And I was thinking we were going to have to warn people that there was going to be like really off tune singing during this podcast, which we've just demonstrated yeah. to All everyone. All my life, I've never warned anyone when it when it's coming out. Yeah, I mean, it. I think everyone has to accept it at this point. But yeah, it's the song by No Authority. Look them up. I think this was maybe their number one hit in the UK. And it's I called don't... Seven Digits? No, no, it's called Can I Get Your Number, Baby. I'm pretty sure that's that makes the actual title. So yeah, that was kind of a rarity. Like, you know, B-side. I don't even know where that came from. Um, we did a lot of really weird songs, actually, that I'm just like, we were really like kind of indie for lip sync night like we did the weather girls raining men when we were like nine years old um vanga boys Mm -hmm. the vanga bus and um, one of my favorites is the real Get McCoy. on the Vanga bus. Like, yeah, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> that's not right. No, that's definitely not right. Fun but times I'm... are a must on the Vanga bus. I appreciate you like oh attempting. God, no. um, I'm pretty sure it was the Vanga bus, bus is bus, coming. You better buy some rum. Okay, we need to end that immediately. But no, that was a big one. And then the first, my first summer camp, I think. One of us brought a stereo boombox, as we called it in the day, and um, someone brought had we had one tape, and it was Real McCoy's "Another Night." I don't know if you are aware. It's all a disgust. Way too cool for me. <sighs> another night, another dream, but always you. Oh and yeah, so Ooh, I love that song. It's a good song. Yeah, it's great. And all we did was just we were so awkward and scared and we didn't know what we were supposed to do and we just stepped back and forth for like <laughs> four minutes straight like just steps like step forward step back and it, it's probably adorable but we didn't have video cameras at that time so it's not recorded but it was a, a special moment in my life so anyway just I really feel like lip sync night led to my karaoke lifestyle just led to me being like confident enough to sing on this podcast that's a that's a beautiful story <laughs> julia like has a tear in her eye she like i just little... love when we can trace things back and then yeah. be like oh my god you have found your passion which is karaoke yeah and none of that would have been possible i really don't think were, it would have been you know, vanga boying around <laughs> exactly um and then i you know i also was just thinking about knowing all these songs at camp and everyone introducing new music into my life that I now can also write songs to tunes really well. And that's probably the biggest skill I gained at summer camp was just the ability to take a tune and then write a song to it like within minutes. So I often do that now for people's birthday parties or anniversaries or whatever. And like I did it for one of my colleagues and everyone was just like, how did you write <laughs> such an incredible song? And I was like, it's totally camp. And the one other person in my um, office who had gone to camp was just like, yeah, I knew you went to camp after you wrote that song. <laughs> <laughs> Telltale signs. Yeah. Like, you can write a song, you can karaoke, like, you clearly you clearly went to a summer camp. All the skills that were built in there. Yep. They exactly. don't talk about it enough. 
You know, some people can ride horses and some people can write songs. Yeah, no, I don't think I actually gained any like real skills at camp, but I think the ability Are you sure to about ra- that statement. <laughs> yeah, like I'm actually pretty. Uh, how about positive. leadership skills? Well, okay, okay, th- those are real skills. I'm like hard skills. You like, I'm not a good ra- horse rider. Right. I'm not. I, I can an make a fire. Swimmer. You know? There are like little things here and there, but I really do feel like learning about pop music which I still love and I have no shame and just committing to the writing and singing of music was a really big deal on my growth at camp. A little check in here. What are your current thoughts on the latest pop sensation, Hallie Steinfeld? Is that her name? Hallie Steinfeld? That Steinfeld? (laughs) Um, Is she a pop sensation? Well, I only mention this because our other good friend, Sammy, who's not on this episode, uh, is obsessed with her at the moment. And I, I do. I'm trying to get all the hype, but I am enjoying her song "Starving." Oh, I, I don't. recently checked out her song "Rock Bottom." I think they're probably going to be big hits for this upcoming summer. I appreciate that knowledge. Um, I always am trying to keep. Tra- I always try to think about like what are the songs of the summer, what's coming up, and they're just some like there have been some really obvious ones, and then there are those ones that just pop in at the end of the summer, and you're like. Whoa, that was what unexpected. What was that? Yeah. Um, I actually went up to where our summer camp was this summer in Maine, and there's a radio station up there called Q97.9. Q97.9! Portland's hit music. and Sponsoring this here podcast. <laughs> yes, we, we're really big fans. Um, and it was so fun to drive around listening to Q97.9. I feel like I really started to understand like the current music climate. What were, what were they playing? They were the playing weekend? a weekend? Well, a little bit, but really that Justin, a lot of Justin Timberlake, a lot of Justin Bieber. Like it's, yeah. it's a big year for Justin's and, um, there Hello. were a few others, but what I l- appreciate about that radio station is they would really mix in like previous summer hits. So there was a lot of stuff from when we were campers and it just made me feel like really happy and nostalgic. And I was riding around Maine with my windows down, like singing lyrics. And it was, it was really beautiful. You remember that yellow card song, Ocean Avenue? Of course I do. That was they just big... released a new record actually I, about I a week that. ago. Yeah. So it's honestly not as a, exciting as I'd wanted it to be but like because Ocean Avenue is just like their jam yeah that was fun but yeah there are just so many and you know I I did go back as a counselor for a number of years and it was a little bit disappointing because I feel like a lot of the girls now just listen to iPods or I, whatever music devices they have yeah, and the like boombox was such a communal it experience was a very communal experience and you know we used to make mix CDs for camp like it was a really important thing about getting ready for camp was like bringing my huge cd case and introducing my bunkmates to new music and we'd all trade and then we'd listen to them in the vans and in the bunk and now i feel like it's a little bit more of like a solitary experience to listen to music which is a bit of a bummer but again i you know i think camp's still a really important moment for like sharing music and i think lip sync night and these kinds of evening activities really help people to learn about you know what's going on in the world of music yeah yeah it's pretty cool it's pretty. It's pretty darn cool. Cool. Yeah. Um. Are th- what are your go-to karaoke songs now? Um. So, you our listeners have probably figured out that I'm completely tone deaf and also like can't hear notes or, or <laughs> can't really hear myself or anything in the world. But I love singing. I just have a, a passion for it. Uh, so I try to find songs that match my tone. So Uncle Crackers, follow me is in that tone because it's very one note. Yep. 
uh, I can usually hit most of those and I usually can get all the lyrics right. Uh, I also just like tend to improvise songs and make up lyrics and people don't really like that. People don't really like doing karaoke with me. I seem like someone who would be fun to do karaoke with, but it, I usually end up being a big bummer for most people. <laughs> I like am very surprised by that, and I think we're going to have to do a test karaoke session sometime soon, and uh, maybe we'll record it for everyone who listens to this podcast so we can see if Julia, Julia really bums me out. But I doubt it. I doubt it, but we'll see I'm what happens. I'm also bad when everyone is like, how do we pay and split up all the costs for this? I'm also a little bit like the crappy friend there who's kind of like, Oh, yeah, <laughs> guys. Um, okay, maybe we shouldn't do karaoke together. Yeah, Just so kidding. I'm, this I'm is where Venmo. Really this is voice. where Venmo is a blessing, and yeah, I utilize it. You can it. just charge me later, and then I'll be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I do have to pay that exactly. ridiculous amount of money for that." I had my birthday party <laughs> at karaoke this year, and there were like twenty to thirty people there. I don't even remember, <laughs> and that bill was extremely large, and I had to hound people on Venmo for days to come. Isn't that so fun after your birthday to be the person? <laughs> it's great. Them on no, Venmo? but honestly, the experience of karaoke with friends is totally worth the agony of splitting a bill after the fact. True. But yeah. Okay. I well, it. I feel like I, I've had a couple bad experiences in a row, but I'm ready to kind of turn a new uh, microphone, as they say. Yep. I think they say that often. <sighs> um, First thought, best thought. Yep. Not in this case. Well, in the podcast world, we're not doing this live, but we like to pretend we are. So that's great. Um, I also think we're going to create some Spotify playlists with all the music we've been talking about. But I also will add some additional thoughts about like my favorite karaoke songs and, you know, things that we used to listen to during summer camp. I have a huge playlist that I made last year for my bunk mates that just kind of covers all the bases of things we listen to. And I, a lot of five for fighting Jimmy <laughs> world. Yes, exactly. You know, you know us too well. Ben um, and it's funny. I was like sublime. I popped up a lot. And I think that was very much like a growing up a camp sort of album, um, mm-hmm. or band to listen to, but yeah, all sorts of fun, fun jams on there. So I think it will be really fun to hear what listeners used to listen to, and like compile like a really awesome mega super happy campers playlist. Yeah. So keep uh, we've been getting some great emails, some great tweets. Uh, thanks to everyone who keeps reaching out and telling us that you've been listening. We love that. And feel free to keep sending uh, you know thoughts and stories, and and we'll get them onto the podcast. We'll incorporate them in. Yeah, you can do that at happycamperspodcast.com. and that's kind of like the one stop shop because it has our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the things you need to My contact space. us. And yeah, um, a really outdated, no, I'm just kidding, but we should like create a MySpace. Yeah, we Why should not? figure out who our top eight. Cause like MySpace are. was 100% how I used to find out about any sort of music. Like back in high school, it was a really important like access point. I wasn't um, allowed to have an account. That makes sense. I mean, Julia is a few years younger than I am. I'm so uh, I think she was banned from certain online platforms, <laughs> <laughs> um, which it's it's totally logical. MySpace wasn't that cool. It was like, um, you know, it was kind of pre-Facebook. But it was pretty cool. It was kind of cool. The, the interface was if like, I whatever. I would have. 
Yeah, fine. So maybe we're going to get Julia MySpace. Stay tuned. Anything could happen. This podcast is out of control. Episode three is coming up. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. So keep tuning in, um, and we'll be back next week. Yeah, thank you, Allison, for joining us. She'll be back uh, many more times in the future, so get her ready. I hope so. Okay. All right. Uh, Day is done. Gone the sun. Peace out. Our theme song was written, recorded, and sung by the very talented Steffi Copeland.